In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about um, artificial intelligence or uh, AI. Uh, We'll be talking about what AI is, or I'll be talking about what AI is, how it's being used in various industries, and some of the ethical uh, considerations surrounding its development and uh, deployment. Uh, But first, let's actually define what... (laughs) AI is or artificial intelligence, um, I'd say, at least from my perspective, AI refers to the development of a set of computer systems that can perform tasks uh, that would normally require human intelligence. So like learning tasks, uh, problem solving, uh, and uh, I'd say decision making. Uh, There are also many different types of AI. Uh, but we're not going to be really talking about that today. Um, there's narrow AI, there's weak AI, um, and a whole bunch of different types of AI, which I'm not really too knowledgeable on. Um, so we're not going to be talking or diving too deep into different forms of AI. Uh, one of the most well-known examples of AI is, let's just say, the self-driving car. So self self-driving cars use a combination of sensors, cameras, uh, algorithms to navigate roads and make decisions um, for the driver about how to avoid obstacles and and, and other hazards. Um, AI is also being used in industries such as healthcare, um, where they use it to analyze uh, medical images. I've heard of uh, robots or AI even doing surgery um, in some in some instances. Um, with that said, um, the use of AI and the reason why we wanted to talk about this topic is because I heard of um, a situation in San Francisco where they held a vote to give AI or robots the authority to kill people, um, to shoot people, which is crazy to think about and this is where the uh, ethical concerns come in right so uh, for example there are questions about how to ensure that AI systems are transparent are held responsible or held accountable for their decisions so if you're driving a a self-driving car and the car decides to drive you off a cliff you know, who's held accountable for that? How do you hold AI accountable for that? These are things that still need to be ironed out as we kind of move forward and evolve um, in our society or in the world when it comes to AI. Um, another uh, issue that people have brought up is uh, the potential for AI to displace human workers. So there are a lot of people who are starting to lose their jobs. And this, is, this started years ago. Uh, starting to lose their jobs um, to AI. You know, a lot of companies are bringing in um, or making robots um, or different types of AI that can actually replace their employees. Obviously, you don't have to pay AI to do work. So it's a way for a lot of companies to save money. And a lot of people are seeing this as an issue. You know, times are changing um, as a human species we're evolving. Uh, one of the th- ways we're evolving is evolving, excuse me, is even through COVID, we saw a 
insane increase in people working remotely. So it's now it's it's become the norm. And usually, at least now when I meet people who actually don't work remotely, it's kind of odd. Um, it's kind of becoming a topic of conversation. Like, hey, why, why aren't you working remotely? Maybe it's time for you to get a, a job that um, that lets you work remotely or enables you to work remotely. Um, there are also concerns about the potential for AI to perpetu- perpetuate <laughs> perpetuate and amplify existing biases and inequalities. So, for example, you know, AI for the most part is programmed, right? So what happens when you create an AI and program it to discriminate against certain genders, against certain types of individuals, ethnicities? Um, there's so many different ways where you can program AI to discriminate. So this is another area of concern for a lot of people. So, you know, what does that look like um, for the future? Um, these are just some of the issues um, or a few of the many complex issues uh, surrounding AI. So let's talk about some of the negatives and positives of AI because there are a bunch of negatives, but there are also a lot of positives to, to AI. Uh, we see this in Tesla, for example. A lot of the Tesla vehicles have some form of AI programmed in there. So Tesla does offer a self-driving option for a lot of their cars. That's AI doing that. There are also a lot of companies that also um, offer that as well. But this is just an example of um, some of the positives, you could say, for for AI, right? Um, So let's talk about, uh, we'll just dive in. So one of the potential, um, or at least one potential negative impact of AI, like I mentioned earlier, is job displacement. This is one of the biggest issues uh, surrounding AI that people always uh, talk about. Um, as machines become more advanced, uh, they might be able to take over certain tasks or jobs, like I mentioned earlier, uh, that are currently performed by humans. This could lead to job losses and economic disruption, as you can imagine, especially for workers in industries that are vulnerable to automation, uh, such as the automotive, automotive or car industry. Another concern is the potential for AI to be used for nefarious purposes, such as cyber attacks or even spreading misinformation, right? We saw this during the 2016 election. It was a a big issue that a lot of people um, raised about uh, Russian um, AI bots spreading misinformation all over Facebook. So we've seen this you know, happen in real life already, or at least we're seeing the beginning uh, or beginnings of this happening happening in, in uh, real life. Uh, for example, AI-powered bots could also be used to manipulate, so manip- manipulate, manipulate <laughs> social media or even public opinion. Again, we saw this uh, during the 2016 election or 2016 pres- presidential election. Um, there are also concerns about the potential for AI to be biased or discriminatory, like I mentioned earlier. Um, if the data used to train AI is biased, this could lead to biased or unfair outcomes in areas such as hiring. So if you have a company and you're using your AI to discriminate against, let's say, disabled people or people who don't have a certain type of experience, 
or people of a certain age group um, or a certain ethnicity group, you know, this could prove very problematic, right? So how do you hold people accountable for the potential downsides of um, them using AI for their company or for whatever purpose? Um, like I said earlier, this could lead to uh, unfair outcomes when it comes to hiring people. If banks are using it, this could prove um, this, this could prove unfair for lending uh, when it comes to banks or even in a criminal justice system. This is another place that AI can be used um, in an unfair manner. So uh, in addition, there are also concerns about the potential for AI to be used to violate privacy and personal freedom. So for example, AI-powered surveillance systems could potentially be used to monitor and track people in ways that infringe on their privacy. This is something that we also need to think about. Um, overall, it's very important to carefully consider, I'd say, the potential negative impacts and risks of AI and to kind of work together as a society as we kind of move and evolve to develop responsible and ethical approaches to the use of AI. So those are just some of the negatives I've thought about that, that we covered. Uh, some of the positives, um, in my opinion, the positives, as long as we um, understand the risks and dangers of AI and we work really hard to uh, make sure it's not used in a nefarious manner, I do think that the positives outweigh the negatives. So some of the positives would be improved healthcare. Like I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of institutions, medical institutions already using AI to, to perform surgery and a, whole, a host of other um, medical uh, procedures. So again, improved healthcare, um, AI-powered healthcare systems could help. AI-powered healthcare systems could and can and are helping doctors diagnose and treat patients more accurately. Obviously, this leads to better patient outcomes. Uh, for example, AI uh, diagnostic tools, tools uh, could help doctors identify diseases more quickly. Um, and while even um, AI robots could assist in surgery, like I mentioned earlier, and they're already assisting in surgery in a lot of um, hospitals. Another positive for AI would be safer transportation. So I read a, a study a couple weeks ago that said that drivers who engage their um, AI or automatic or self-driving feature in their cars were actually involved in fewer and lesser accidents than drivers who were just driving by themselves. This is a study that came out. Actually, I'm not sure when it came out, but this is a study I read a couple weeks ago. Um, so we're already seeing how this is actually saving lives, right? Utilizing your car's self-driving feature is apparently more safer than you driving yourself. Um, autonomous vehicles could also reduce the number of accidents caused by human error, which, like I said, we're already seeing, and even could potentially be used to transport people who are unable to drive, such as the elderly or disabled or visually impaired, for example. So if someone's blind or partially blind, we can see how this can come in very, very, very handy 
uh, for, for a person like that. Another benefit to AI, I'd say, is enhanced education. So AI could be used to personalize learning and adapt to the needs of individual students. So for example, AI-powered AI tutoring, for example. Imagine instead of having to schedule an appointment with your Spanish tutor, uh, your tutor is an actual AI robot that speaks like a human being that has just as much knowledge um, as your Spanish human tutor has. So, and this is something that you can use, for example, any time of your convenience. If you're in school, you need to uh, learn Spanish or Russian or English or whatever language. Uh, late at night after work, you can do that. You don't need to depend on your uh, on your human tutor, for example. Um, AI-powered tutoring systems could provide customized lesson plans based on your strengths or weaknesses, which would obviously help you more uh, help you learn more effectively. Uh, so the, the the ceiling is just um, how does the saying go? There's no there's no there's no ceiling for for the benefits of of AI when it comes to our educational system. Another benefit of AI would be improved customer service. I think I can I think we can all relate to um, a point where we really needed some assistance and we just weren't getting the help we needed over the phone or in person or the person was being rude or they just didn't care about what we needed help with, AI can help when it comes to that. So um, for example, AI powered chatbots or or virtual assistants could be uh, used to provide quick and efficient customer service. Efficient is the, is, the, is the word I'm focusing on here because again, I think we can all relate to trying to get some assistance when it comes to comes to customer service and it's just not it's just not it. So this is another area that AI could really prove beneficial and especially when it comes to uh, being a business owner and thinking about the amount of money that you would not have to spend by actually employing uh, customer service providers. Another area I like to focus on is, or at least one of the benefits I'd say, the last one that comes to mind is uh, productivity. So AI could be used to automate certain tasks. Let's imagine having like an AI, uh, AI pet or AI robot at your house. I really do see this becoming like a thing in the future. Uh, but like I said earlier, it could be used to, to automate certain tasks, uh, which obviously would free up your focus. Um, and you can focus on other things like creative work or any creative tasks that you actually want to do. Uh, this obviously uh, would lead to potential uh, or potentially lead to increased productivity. Um, and you have more time to focus on other things you actually want to focus on. So. I think overall, the potential benefits of AI are vast, and I really do think it's it's going to uh, revolutionize, or revolution, yeah, a re revolution and not revolutionize uh, many aspects of our lives. So we'll see what the future holds. Um, I do see, uh, I can sense the transition we're making, especially like post COVID and, and we're seeing, again, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of people working remotely. Uh, this is just the beginning. I think over the next uh, 
uh, two to five years, we're really going to see an uptick in a lot of AI-based clients or AI-based programs or, or AI-based tools. And then within the next five to 10 years, I really do see things uh, things taken off. So we're going to see a lot of um, augmented reality uh, type uh, video games or even glasses, eyewear. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the uh, the future holds.